In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Last night we had a prayer meeting, and the winds were howling, and the lights went out, and we worshiped God like we never have in the darkness. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. As Anthony said, it was electrifying how much we did last night, glorifying God. We've never praised God like that in the darkness. And you know what? In your darkness, you need to praise God. In your darkness and in my darkness, you have to praise God. Things that we're not uh, in charge of, in control of. We praise God. We thank God. We love God. Thank you, Lord, for the darkness, because with the darkness comes your light. I got a word last night that the place was filled with light, even though it was dark. Oh, my Lord, did we praise God last night like we never have? Did we praise God like last night like we never have? How important it is to praise the Lord. How important it is to thank the Lord. How important it is to sing songs unto the Lord. Are you singing today? You feel like singing. If not, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. From all eternity, Paul was called to be a prophet and an apostle. What is an apostle? A witness of the resurrection. Oh yes, from all eternity he was called. Do you know that from all eternity you have been called to belong to Jesus Christ? From all eternity, before time came into existence, you were called to be a child of God, one who loves Jesus. Do you know that today? You say, I don't feel it. I don't care what you feel. It's real. You were called to be a child of God from all eternity. I was called to be a child of God and a priest from all eternity and a prophetic person from all eternity. So we continue, verse 2, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. We have been sanctified through the blood of the Lamb and called to be saints. If we are not saints, we'll go to hell. That's just the way it is. We are called to be saints. We are called to give our lives to Jesus. We are called to praise God. We are called to give Him everything. We are called to surrender. Oh, yes. That's what we're called to, surrender. I know it's sometimes difficult to surrender, but we surrender into the hands of the Lord. The lights went out yesterday in the church as we were praising God, and I was worrying I will not be able to take the elevator. And the Lord didn't say a word. I said, I surrender it. 
I kept on surrendering that, and the lights came on at the right time. It's so important to be praising God, so important to be loving God, to the Church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. What about to the Church of God that is in Quincy, to the Church of God that is in Waltham, to the Church of God that is in Winthrop, to the Church of God that is in Peabody? Oh yes, we're called to be saints by the power of the Holy Spirit and through the washing and generation of the Word of God. Called to be saints together with all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are called to be saints together with the whole Church, wherever they are, who have given their lives to Jesus. We are called to be saints with them. We are called to be saints for Jesus. We are called to be saints with them. Yes, that's what you've been called for, to be a saint. And a saint is not a, a picture of a, the Lord or a statue of the Lord. I tell you, a saint gets his hands or her hands dirty. A saint gives their life completely to Jesus Christ and goes out into the world to make disciples for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. How we need peace and grace. Last night when we were praying over people, so many people had anxiety and fear. And what does the Lord say? Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we need, grace and peace. Do you know that's what you need today? He said, I'm not paying my bills. You need grace. You need peace today. That's what you need. If you're not paying your bills, start tithing. You'll see that God opens the windows of heaven. Verse 4, I give thanks to my God always for you. Paul thanks God for the Corinthian community. And they gave him a lot of trouble. Oh yes, they gave him a lot of trouble. We're going to see some of the trouble that the Corinthians gave Paul. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech, knowledge of every kind. So they've been enriched in the Lord Jesus Christ in speech, knowledge, and of every kind. So that you are not lacking in any spiritual gifts as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. They had all the spiritual gifts. The problem was they were misusing them. And he'll correct that. You know, when things go wrong in Corinth, Paul corrects it, and it makes us know what's right and what's wrong. He will strengthen you to the end. Oh, yes, he will strengthen you to the end. The end when we see the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ when the Lord comes in glory. God is faithful. Do you know that today? Faithful and true. God is faithful. Jesus is faithful. Faithful and true. And by him you were called into fellowship 
of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. By God the Father, you have been called into fellowship with his only Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 10, Now I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement, and that there be no divisions among you. Why did he say that? Because there were divisions. We're going to hear about the divisions. But that you be united in the same mind and in the same purpose. This is so important. Remember that Pentecost, they were in one accord with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brethren. That's when God came. We need to have a unity of heart, a unity of spirit with the people that we pray with and with all the church. That's so important. This is so important. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul. I belong to Apollos. I belong to Cephas. Or I belong to Christ. They're factions. Makes no difference who preached the gospel. Some people planted the seeds. Some people watered the seeds. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? No. Who was crucified for you? The Lord Jesus Christ. Crucified for you so that you would go to heaven. Crucified to you so that you would be his children on the earth. Oh, yes. Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone, for Christ did not send me to baptize. Jesus did not send Paul to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. God chose Paul to preach the cross of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the Lord, that Christ has died, that Christ was buried, that Christ has been raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Paul was not called to baptize. He was called to preach the gospel. And you know what people say to me? You don't use oil. I was not called to use oil. I was called to pray for the sick unless it's the anointing of the sick, then I use the oil. But I don't use oil usually. People say, well, why? Because I've been called to pray for the sick, not to anoint people with oil, unless it's the sacrament that we have. Verse 18, for the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Of course, it's foolishness. You know, the devil saw Jesus on the cross and he said, I licked you. And the very cross was not that he licked Jesus, but Jesus licked Satan on the cross. Oh, yes. That's why the cross needs to be proclaimed. That's why the cross needs to be preached. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing.
but to us who are being saved. It is the power of God, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not made all foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world does not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of our proclamation to save those who believe. What was his proclamation? The proclamation of the cross, the proclamation of the resurrection. Oh yes, God decided that through the foolishness of the cross, he would save us. He would sanctify us through the blood, through the blood. He would redeem us through the blood. The cross needs to be proclaimed, and people do not proclaim the cross very much anymore. And I don't know what they proclaim. We must always lead people to Jesus Christ crucified, buried, and raised from the dead. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks desire wisdom. Well, Paul knew that Greeks desired wisdom. In the 17th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, he had the Greek philosophers there, and he tried to win them over by preaching the resurrection. And yet, they were not won over. Only a couple of people were converted that day. But Paul, when he went to Corinth, said, I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks desire wisdom. But we proclaim Christ Jesus crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Greeks. But to those who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, called by whom? Called by God. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Do you know that Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God? Do you know that the cross is the power of God and the wisdom of God? For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. What is God's weakness? The cross. You see, Paul was not sent to baptize, but to preach the cross, the power of the cross, that in Christ Jesus, who died on the cross, we have salvation. Consider your own call, brothers. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. I'm the foolish in the world. You know, Connie Francis sing, everybody's somebody's fool. Whose fool are you? I'm the fool of Jesus. Oh, yes. I was called as the foolish person, and God gave me the power of the cross, the power of his blood, the power of the resurrection. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are, 
so that no one might boast in the presence of God. We have no boast. Only our boast is in Christ crucified and raised from the dead. Why? Because we are the weak of the world. God chose the weak of the world to confound the wise. Do you know that today? You're weak. That's why he chose you. I'm weak. That's why he chose me. And our weakness causes God to work in power when we do things in the name of Jesus. When we are most weak, we are most strong. So that no one might boast in the presence of God. I have nothing to boast about. Everything I have has been given to me by the Lord Jesus Christ. I have nothing to boast about. What do you have to boast about? Oh, I've got this, that, and the other thing. Well, you've got it because God gave it to you. Oh, no, I worked for it. God gave you the power to work. You see, start boasting in the Lord Jesus Christ. Start boasting in his cross. Start boasting in his resurrection. He, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the source of life in Christ Jesus. God is the source of life in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. He became wisdom for us, Christ Jesus, and righteousness in Christ we are righteous. Sanctification by the blood, redemption by the blood, in order that as it is written, let no one who boasts, let no one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Our own boasting is from God because what he has done for us. Last night in the darkness, I tell you, the power of God radiated in that church last night. We were electrified. You know, we could have just said, you know, it's dark here. The lights went out because of the storm. Let's just go home. No, we stayed there and we praised God like we never have praised God. And you want to know what? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. God told me the light of God is present in this place. Not the light of Thomas Edison, but the light of God. So I'm looking at the second chapter of the first letter to the Corinthians. When I came to you, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God in lofty words or wisdom. Listen, for I decided in his mind to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. You want to know why he says that? Because it's true. I only wanted to know Jesus Christ crucified because the Corinthians are thinking that they've got a wisdom and Paul says, our wisdom is the cross. You were foolish when God called you. Our cross, the cross of Jesus, is our only wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not in plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. He came with the demonstration of the Spirit and power. He healed the sick. He cast out demons. 
that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The Corinthians were, were settling on human wisdom. No, it's not human wisdom. It's the crucified Jesus. You see, Paul is correcting them. Verse 6, Yet among the mature, we do speak a wisdom, though it is not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this world understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. Do you hear that? I talked about that yesterday, but I'll talk about it, I'll talk about it again today. What no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. What has he prepared for us who love him? Himself. Himself. You're called to be a saint in Christ Jesus. You are called to worship God in union with the whole church, not only in Corinth, not only in Quincy, but in union with the whole church, one holy Catholic and apostolic faith in Jesus' name. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. The Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Oh, it's so wonderful to pray in the Spirit. It's so wonderful to pray in tongues because we are praying in the Holy Spirit. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit that is within? So also no one comprehends what is truly God's will except the Spirit of God. Oh, yes. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. The Corinthians were misusing the gifts. Paul is telling them, we have been given a wisdom to use these gifts to enhance the church, to enhance the church. They were using them as badges of honor. No, the gifts of God, the charismatic gifts of God was to edify church, edify God's people. Oh, yes. People say, Father Tom, you healed me. I say, no, I have no healing in my hands. Only Jesus healed you. Yes, he used me, but only Jesus healed you. But what about you? I was... I was just doing what God called me to do, to use my hands to pray for you, to use my hands for praying for you. Again, I want to tell you that I need to hear from you. Inseason.net will lead you to uh, PayPal. Inseason.net will lead you to PayPal. Or Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. That's Father Tom Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. 
Our mail has been very, very short. We are not receiving what we need to receive. So please help us. You can help us by going to inseason.net and put money on PayPal. How much you do what the Lord tells you to do. No, I don't tell people what to do. Or Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Proclaim Jesus and him crucified. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.